there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Ting Shi. Ting, if you were in college, right now, as some of our listeners are, and you were listening to this interview and thinking, wow, you know, all of this sounds super interesting. Maybe I want to get into telehealth, into mHealth. First, what are the range of career opportunities for our young listeners that this industry has created? And whether that be already created pre-coronavirus or since the coronavirus, what opportunities are there for young people in the ecosystem that exists in healthcare technology? I think even during college, what's so important is getting onto projects that are ongoing within your school. Many professors have a number of projects that are more or less research-oriented working with industry partners to try to deploy health technologies or technologies in general. And I think that's a really good way to just getting your feet wet and experience what it's like in that career path with actual tangible projects where you can see how you can contribute to that. And that could also lead to jobs after graduating. And if you are job seeking, certainly their number of healthcare or technology companies. And really, in truth, every health organization has some technology component. They may not be the ones who are experts in healthcare technology, but they certainly need people who can help them with the technology component. And that could be another area to look into. It could be a hospital system that has an IT department. It could also just be a, a healthcare technology company that are looking for analysts and entry level people just like you. So I think there's really no limit as to the job opportunities they are, especially during this pandemic. Anything virtual has openings for hiring. Healthcare is always needed. That's not going to go away. So certainly think there are many ways to look. And I'd also look just around you. Volunteering is also an easy way to kind of understand what people do in the jobs and Make your and network and make friends and see if you can get a actual full-time job from volunteering opportunities. Yeah, it's really about initiative. If you're interested, people in healthcare are generally, genuinely nice people that just want to help. So never, never hurts to ask. And I think what's important is to figure out what you think your purpose in life is and how do you build a career path? To be fulfilling to that. And for those who may not have studied technology, we did get into this 
in our Espresso Shots interview. Again, check out show notes to see if Ting's Espresso Shots episode has already dropped. But you were saying it doesn't matter. Even if you studied liberal arts, you can Mm -hmm. still get into this field. And there are different tracks around, or I should say, in addition to the engineering tech side. And that includes things like sales, marketing, Mm -hmm. communications, all of these, these skill sets are in demand. And I'd have to imagine, Ting, that they're going to be more in demand now because of the coronavirus. Yeah, for sure. All of those are needed. And particularly in our organization, we look for what we call product managers, because our platform is configurable in terms of what disease we're trying to manage and what organization we're trying to serve. So what's more important to us is understanding what are the customers' needs, how are they delivering healthcare, and how do we then set up our technology to assist in that. None of that, you don't need to know how to program. You do need to be open to talking to programmers. I think that would be really the only very somewhat tech touch point. Other than that, it's about how do you solve a problem our customer is having? And then how do you use our platform to try to achieve that? And how do you communicate what's needed to everybody, to your customers, to your team, and to people you work with? For those who are not familiar with product managers or product management, check out the Time for Coffee website, time4coffee.org. And Tomorrow, we're recording this on a Tuesday in the middle of October. And coincidentally, tomorrow, I am releasing an episode with a young product manager at LinkedIn. That episode will already be out there when Ting's Main Time for Coffee interview goes live. Alex Valetis is his name, and he talks in detail about what product managers do. It is a very fast-growing, high-demand type of skill set and job. And if you are interested in this field, please check out Alex's episode to learn more about it. Ting, what classes do you think our listeners who are still in college right now should be taking to help them break into healthcare tech? Let's say they're liberal arts majors, not studying engineering or computer science, whatever the case may be. What if they could take one or two classes that would give them a window into this world and give them a little bit of a foundation? What do you think would be useful for them? Maybe a little bias. I certainly think an entry-level programming course is just helpful. I mean, if you look at everything, every business, there's some technology component And just having that on your resume is just helpful for anyone that's hiring that, you know, no matter what major, but you at least have been exposed to programming. Also, doesn't matter what grade you get from there. And I understand it can be very challenging, but I think it's just great to have. And if you are trying to do anything technology oriented, you don't have to major in it. I'd say highly recommend taking a course in it. I think another area that's really quite easy to get into and there are plenty of tutorials. It's artificial intelligence or machine learning. Just understanding the concept of that and to be very realistic, having those on your resume will up your salary. 
And I think if you are looking for a product management job, it's a pretty high paying job as well. And if you have those courses complementing the rest of your resume and passion and some project, we are set for a really great, pretty high paying above average career. Fantastic. Thank you so much. So let's flashback very quickly to when you were in college. You graduated from Carnegie Mellon with a Bachelor of Science in Computer Science. Did you know what you were going to do with that degree when you graduated, Ting? Absolutely not. <laughs> and, and it was, I think I struggled for four years to figure out what I want to do when I graduated. And after that, I think I had a new job every year, defense, pharmaceutical. I was at NASA for a summer internship. Honestly, none of them made me feel as purposeful as I do now. And, you know, I think your degree doesn't decide what you want to do. And it may not help you to figure out what your ultimate career and what makes you happy would be. Purpose of a degree certainly is to help you get to that first job. And I think on-the-job experiences inform you so much more on what you like, what you don't like, what you really want to do in life. It may not be your first job, but your first job definitely helps. And on to my first job. My first job was with Department of Defense. I worked through Northrop Grumman, which is a contractor to the Department of Defense. And I was working with the former chief technology officer of Department of the Army to come up with what's called an integrated digital environment. What that meant is how to create and design weapon systems over the entire lifetime of at least 20 years so that our soldiers in the front line can get the best equipment. And if they break, we can provide fixes very quickly and support our soldiers. So <laughs> really different than what I'm doing now. I was but just I thinking think that concept, <laughs> that concept of integrated digital environment actually did stick with me. That's one of the core concepts we have within ClickMedics, except we're supporting doctors and nurses and patients as the soldiers on the front line. I mean, I fell into that because there was an opening and they needed my degrees. And, you know, it was a really great learning experience, but certainly different very different than what I'm doing now. And later on in my probably fourth job, I found out I really, really just love healthcare, what it can do to help people. Ting, were there any extracurricular activities or clubs or volunteer work, part-time jobs that you were involved in while you were an undergrad that in hindsight, you think actually helped you hone skills that were valuable to you when you got out into the working world? Yeah. I'd say work during college, I worked many jobs to support myself. One of my favorite jobs is being an RA, resident advisor or assistant for different dormitories. And, you know, you may be surprised, but I'm really, really an introvert. And having that job where I'm supposed to make sure my residents and the dormitories are taken care of, it kind of brought me out of my shell, made me an extrovert. So now I think I'm an introvert, extrovert, depending on the situation. And I think many of the people who are listening to this, you might think you're shy, but if you need to get something done and you need to communicate with people, you can come out of your shell and actually, you know, make true what you want to do. And I think that particular job really, really was transformative to me in terms of who I am, what my personalities are, 
and that I really do love learning about people and helping people. And I think that's one of the seeds that was planted early during my college times. And I think through that, I realized all of a sudden that I am an extrovert or can be. And then I joined many, many club activities. So there was a group that I helped found called Women at SCS, which is, you know, computer science, there are very few women there. So as soon as we had close to 50% enrollment in the, in the new freshman year, we thought we can form a club. And we did. <laughs> and it's one of the best experiences working with other women in computer science. And we literally had the same struggles, no idea what we're trying to do, programming, how is this helping people, or is there a project, or what do we do, how do we get access to you know, more opportunities and jobs, all of that. And it was just great to be working with other people to create the environment that we want. We want to talk to Google. We got Google. We got Google. We shared it with the rest of the school. Being involved in the community was just really helpful to kind of figure out what makes you happy, you know, and maybe you're not the type that want to be in community, but there could be projects where you work with a much smaller group, maybe just a professor on some real world problems. To me, what was helpful throughout college is understanding what I'm doing and how does that apply to the real world? And I know in the academic career, sometimes you're just doing homework and solving problem sets. It just seems so far from the real world. And they can tell you the real world is much easier. You get paid to do less work than you're doing in college. How I feel. And you're much happier and you're doing what you want to do. So I think definitely seize the opportunity. Do something beyond getting the grades and the classes and and I think even even more so than when I was in college, there were more opportunities for projects and extracurriculums. So definitely, definitely do that and figure out what, what you like to do and makes you happy. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.